0: Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah You are tuned in to Merkaz Sahaba Online and I'm looking forward, I was looking forward, looking forward, looking forward to this nasiha today is because it's my chummy it's my namesake but uh, much more learned, much more scholarly, Alhamdulillah, Moulana Yusuf Peer uh, of uh, Newcastle and it's so good to be hearing his voice once again. Mulana assalamu alaikum wa, wa rahmatullahi wa alaikum salam wa
1: How are you, Yusuf? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, new. Yeah.
0: Uh good, good. Alhamdulillah, Mulana. I have to ask you, how was the holiday yesterday? How was the outing yesterday?
1: Alhamdulillah, it's, still, it's going well. On the way back home.
0: No, no rain, no, no, nothing messed up the holiday.
1: No, no, lots of rain. Alhamdulillah, we need the rain, so no complaints. Alhamdulillah, Mulana, it's always, always good to
0: hear your voice, inshallah. And I know our friendship spans 10 years now, subhanallah, 10 years oh, our man. friendship span uh, since we also met while we were uh, out uh, on about on a holiday. But Mulana, uh, it's time for us to uh, get, uh, you know, extract from you. I always extract from you some goodness. And today, Mulana, it's no different. The listeners of Marqa Sahaba Online want to extract from you, inshallah. And uh, we're going to hand over the airwaves of Marqa Sahaba to you for the next... 15 to 20 minutes for today's nasiha.
1: As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, respected listeners, elders, and beloved ones, alhamdulillah, inme, Allah sallallahu all praises are due to him, the most beneficial, the most merciful, and we send the rule and salutations of the of beloved Nabiya Kareem, Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, the topic I have chosen is regarding a Sahabi, and the reason we speak about Sahaba radiallahu an is that. The Sahaba were the chosen and selected ones by r- Allah Ta'ala to be the companions of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and we take lessons from their lives that this Deen of Islam was brought to us through their efforts, through their striving for this Deen of Islam to reach us. So today we will be speaking about a, a, a famous Sahabi Abu Zar, anh. his name was Jundub bin Junada. It is mentioned in the narrations regarding him that he was thin, he was tall, he was wheatish in complexion, and he had a very thick beard. And before Islam, like every Sahabi, before Islam he had a history. He was a highway robber. It was mentioned that he was very brave, he was courageous, and he was—he wasn't—he shouldn't move in a group and rob people, but rather he should be a single robber, and he should—he was very good at single combat, that combat, he should attack on foot, should attack on horse, horseback. And it is mentioned— that he believed in Allah Ta'ala as he started to change his life. He believed in Allah Ta'ala before the Nabu'ud of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And that was approximately three years before Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam became the Nabi of Allah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned in a hadith that he testifies to the truthfulness of Abu Dhar radiallahu anhu. Nabi Sallallahu wa sallam's words I quote is The sky has not shaded and the earth has not carried a person more truthful than Abu Dhar radiallahu anhu. My beloved brothers, people mention why does the ulama only speak about keep speaking about different sahaba or mentioning about the sahaba? And a very famous incident that happened. Some say it happened in the UK. Some say it in America, where a teacher was asking, a non-Muslim teacher was asking a grade R or a place for children, who they, what do they want to become when they grow older? And so each child said, I want to become a doctor, a lawyer, a firefighter, a policeman. So this Muslim youngster, he said, I want to become a Sahabi, and this teacher was asking him, what is a Sahabi? So he said, no, my mother knows. Every night night she decides to me a story, an incident regarding a Sahabi. So if you would like to know more, ask my my mother. So this teacher takes it forward and asks the the parent, the mother, what is a Sahabi? Your child says you want to become a Sahabi. So after the... The mother explains to the teacher, it had such an effect on this child, on the teacher, that the teacher accepted Islam through the efforts of one child that as a parent we need to bring into our lives, into the lives of our children, teaching them about Sahaba radiallahu anhu, teaching them about the character of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is mentioned in a hadith by Isa bin Umayyad regarding the kindness of two neighbors by Abu Zar radiallahu anhu. The Sahabi Isa mentions, that a person had seen Abu Zarra Allah milking his goat regularly every day. After he milks his goat, he will take the milk. He will first give it to his neighbors to to have, and thereafter he will give it to any guests that were visiting. And whatever remained, that's what he would he will consume. And sometimes the Sahabi mentioned that sometimes I would see that there was not even a drop left for him. So this Abu Buzar that he will have the kindness, fulfilling the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi having kindness toward one neighbor and to look after and honouring the guest. So in hadith, Nabi, where Abu Dhar narrates, where he says that my beloved uses the word my beloved Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The character of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi was that every Sahabi felt that Nabi sallallahu alayhi was beloved to him; that Nabi Sallam took them such, gave them such attention. That they thought that they were the most beloved to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa So in this hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa gave seven instructions, seven commandments to Abu zar radiallahu anh. And we will look at these seven commandments. The first one being, to love the poor and to remain close to them. That the poor, we should give charity to them. Allah is sending them to our door. We should be merciful to them. Give them. We give them and Allah will give us. We should not be harsh and hard on them. Yes. They they come over and over and over. But like that, we go over and over to our Rabb, to Allah. He keeps giving us and giving us. Even though we disobey Him, He keeps giving us. So like that, we should remain close to them. We should not shun them. We should not chase them away. The second one, to look at those who are lower than us, lower than me in worldly wealth, and not to look at those who are higher than me. So we learn from this is that we should look to those who are we know us in worldly wealth and make from from Allah Ta'ala to, for whatever He has given us and not look at those who are higher in wealth, in worldly status and then have envy and jealousy come in our hearts. The third one is to join family ties even though they have turned their backs on you. So my beloved brothers, this is very right in our community and it is extremely sad that we see that brothers are not talking to brothers, father is not talking to son or talking to their child. Families are broken for petty, petty, worldly things, worldly items, worldly disagreements. My beloved brothers, Nabi Some said, the person is cursed if you do not speak to your brother for three days. So we should not break family ties. We should join family ties, mend family ties. And with this COVID-19, so we've seen so many and we know of so many people who have come and gone, who have passed away so suddenly, young and old. And The sad reality is so many have passed away and have not left world behind and has caused such great breaking of the family home because now everyone is fighting over money, over money, over wealth. So my beloved brothers, we should, as as parents, each one wants to become Balin, we should take that effort and make a will irrespective and have it as a Sharia-compliant will where we do not be fulfilled according to how Allah Ta'ala has commanded in the Quran how a will should be done. The fourth instruction was, he instructed me to never ask anyone for anything. So my beloved brothers, before we have whatever our difficulty, whatever our need, we must first ask Allah Ta'ala, our Rabb. He is the all-giving and the all-knowing. He will help us before we ask anyone in the dunya. The first one to speak the truth even though it may be better. My beloved brothers, yes, the truth might be hurt. better, it might be hurtful, but it is the truth and we should not hide. My beloved brothers, we should do our utmost to speak the truth. Someone comes to us, we're seeing our fellow brother, our fellow sister, or anyone close to us, we should go, we should not feel shy. Speak to them, but speak to them with hikmah, with wisdom, with softly, with a soft heart, and encouraging them that I've seen such and such. Finally, let's see how we can correct it. And if someone comes to you and tells you that the bitter truth, that you are doing something wrong, or that your child is doing wrong. Do not fight with them, do not scream at them. Do not tell them, no, that is my child, I give him, let him do as he wishes. No, my beloved brothers, our children are our forerunners, and if we do not keep them on Siratul Mustaqim, we don't keep them on the Deen, then when we leave this world, who will be left behind that will continue sending good deeds for us? Our children are our investment in our akhirah So we should look after our children, spend that effort, The sixth instruction is to not allow any person's rebuke to prevent me from preventing the orders of Allah Ta'ala. So my beloved brothers, you are coming closer to Allah Ta'ala. You are making some change. You are growing your beard. You are changing your clothes. You are coming for salah. Whatever good deed you might be doing, fulfilling the command of Allah Ta'ala. And someone is rebuking you, saying now you are holy moly. You're trying to be a fancy fancy." Whatever it might be, but my beloved brothers, do not let them rebuke, let their rebuke be a means of stopping you from coming closer to Allah Ta'ala. My beloved brothers, let you not be like that That uh, Makkan who invited Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi to his home. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam invited him to the deen and said, I will not eat till you. you listen to my message and you come on to my message. And he accepted. And when he went back to his friends, this Makkan, his friends told him they refused to talk to him. He said, Go from here, you're not from amongst us. So he said, What did I do? He said, You accepted the message of Muhammad, peace be upon him. So you are not from amongst. So he said, No, no, he was my guest. I just fulfilled the rights of the guest. So he said that that is the case. His friend told him, Go to Muhammad now. and put in his face, billah. So he, falling for the fear pressure or the rebuke of his friend, he went and he did this, Na'ozubillah, billah. You know, this He says, Then you will be amongst of those in the fire of Jahannam. And he will be regretting, why did I listen to my friends? Why did I fall for this rebuke? But now I am everlasting hell, punishment. So my beloved brothers, we should not fall for people's rebuke. And the seventh one is to recite, la hawla wa la illa billah in abundance as these words are from beneath the treasures of the throne of Allah Ta'ala. My beloved brothers, these seven instructions, let us try to bring it into our lives. Let us try to fulfill the command of Nabi sallallahu that he had given to Abu Dhar, and Abu Dhar has brought it to us to bring it into our lives so that we could attain that everlasting Jannah. Sa'id bin Atta narrates from his father that once I saw Abu Dhar anh, performing salah while only wearing a lower garment. And I asked him, the father asked, do you have no other clothing that you are performing salah with one piece of cloth? So Abu Zar replies, if I had another sheet, I would have put it on. So the father says, But just the other day I seen you with two pieces of cloth. Abu Zarra replies that I had seen someone in more need for it than me, so I gave it to him. So this is Abu Zhaar, anh, looking out for the poor, seeing someone in need and giving his clothing. Jafar bin Burqan narrates that Ghalib bin Abdul Rahman met a man who mentioned that if all the items of the home of Abu Dhar had to be put together, that this shawl would be more valuable to all, compared to all those items in the house of Abu Dhar. It is mentioned that if you had to take everything in the house of Abu Dhar, it would not even make up to the value of two dirham, two gold coins. In the life of Abu Dhar, the history of his accepting Islam, Ibn Abbas, and the race, that Abu Zar upon hearing that there was a, a person proclaiming to be the final Nabi, he sent his brother to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to, Masa, to find, uh, find out more information. And his brother came back, and his brother came with very not clear information. So Abu Zar went on his own, and he spent three days looking for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he did not come across Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. At the end of every day, Ali, or, Ali radiallahu anh, took him home, seeing that, that he's a guest, fed him, but he did not speak. And on the final day, he says, what have you come here for? And Abu Uzzar tells him, I have come looking for this Nabi, this person who has proclaimed that he is the final messenger for so Ali radiallahu anhu takes him to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He listens to the message. <coughs> and thereafter, he decides, "Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, go home and propagate to your people <coughs> before he goes. He first goes in front of the Kaaba and he testifies. His shahadat allowed in front of the Meccans. It is mentioned by Ibn Abbas that the Meccans pounced on him and they beat him. And Ibn Abbas had to intercede and save him. But this was that josh and that fever that he had that love that now I must proclaim it, that let everyone know it, that I have become a Muslim. And Abu Dhar, on his final moment, before he left this world, it was just himself, his wife and his slave. And he gave instructions to his wife that after I pass away, perform my ghusl, perform my kafan, and then take my body and to the roadside. And the caravan passing, request them to perform my janaza. So the first, the wife and the slave fulfill the command after Ibn Abu Dhar has passed away. They bring him, they perform his ghusl, perform his kafan, they bring his body to the roadside, and they wait for the first caravan. And the first caravan to pass and to stop is none other than. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu and it is mentioned, they mentioned to him that this is the Sahabi of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he has passed away, we have performed his ghusal, his kafan, and the Sahabi is Abu Zar radiyallahu anh, and they mentioned that Abdullah bin Mas'ud started to weep, and he says that Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam has spoken the truth, and he mentioned that the narration is that Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam told to Abu Dharr, O oh, Abu Zar, you came walking alone, you have you will pass away alone and you will be resurrected on the day of kiamat alone. So my beloved brothers, we take lessons from the life of Abu Zar radiallahu and how we can take these lessons and bring it to our lives. And let, this, let us take this and make this intention that when we go home tonight, from tonight we will sit with our children, we will sit with our families and read a story of the every night to bring this into to our home, children, for ourselves. For ourselves. But how how the deen of Islam came to us And how we can take from the good character JazakAllah
0: Ameen, 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 Ameen Mulana, what a beautiful, beautiful piece of advice You know when I met you for the first time uh, The simple young individual I never thought I never thought you'd be having Such a wealth of knowledge in you Mulana But uh, it's always good to be speaking to you Mulana Mulana I mean, Mulana, you still on holiday. I can hear some birds in the background and everything.
1: Yes, we be checking out inshallah be going home.
0: Inshallah, inshallah, Allah Taala make you make it easy, Allah Taala give you a safe trip home, inshallah. And uh, Mulana, we wish you all the best for the future. We'll be we'll be calling you again, inshallah, for naseeha. All right. warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. That was Molana Yusuf Peer of Newcastle. What a fantastic individual! You know, if you meet him.
1: Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah.